Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have an amazing guest. Her name is Jen Evers. Jen is a nurse and a nurse educator and has spent over 18 years in the healthcare assisting clients and their families with healing on all levels. She is a highly intuitive, empathic healer, a Reiki master, and psycho-spiritual life coach who helps others heal from the inside out through identification of the subconscious patterns held within the energetic body. This affects us in every aspect of our life and shows up in the beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and actions that represent the reality we choose to live in from day to day. She knows that by healing the deepest parts of ourselves, and the trauma that we store within our bodies, that we can reclaim the power over our life and create one that we no longer feel the need to escape from. Good morning, Jen. How are you doing today? I am fantastic and so grateful to be here with you and all of your listeners and to help any way that I can to assist anyone who wants to with how to heal from the inside out. So it's a fantastic day. The sun is shining and I'm five and a half feet above the ground and breathing. So grateful. There you go. I love it. Sun shining over here as well, even though we got a little bit of snow, but that's all right. We're going to have a great day today. So yeah. So with this bio, of course, it, you know, it speaks of who you are, but can you give us a little bit more in depth of like what you do? What is your passion? What gets you fired up with your clients and, and really working with people? Absolutely. Um, I have a passion for people, right? And the stories that we tell ourselves and how that manifests in our life, because so many of us are dealing with so much that we carry with us every day. And as an empath, for those of you who don't maybe know what that means, we know what it means to be empathic, meaning to feel. Uh, it's not the same thing as sympathy, but as an empath, I actually pick up all the energetic vibrations of emotions and thoughts that people are carrying within them. So it gets me lit up, right, to help people identify those things, to identify the patterns that they're playing over and over and over in their life and you can't figure it out, I can help you figure it out. And then once we become aware of it, we can actually shift and transform it and rewrite the stories that you tell yourself every day. That is amazing. Oh my goodness. That is just so powerful. Yeah. Because, you know, as moms, you know, we, we have those moments of trauma, you know, through birthing, through caring our child, and then that postpartum. So you got women that has postpartum depression, which I'm a survivor of. I still have a day today, but I know how to cope with it. But, you know, there's many of us that don't have the resources, that don't know how to heal, that don't know the knowledge of how to start, you know, and I'm so glad that you came on to really talk to us about self-care and how to heal from the inside out. So yeah. So can you talk, uh, talk to us a little bit about self-care, um, your routine, how you actually, um, cause you're also a mom, correct? Yes. Yes. I have yeah. two kids. Um, so I am a mom. Um, they're the best things that ever happened to me. 
they stress me out sometimes as we all feel right uh, but I'm grateful for them and uh, they remind me to live and to play and to have fun so beautiful reminders and great teachers as well that is amazing um, yeah I'd, I'd like to say something though because you know we talk about the trauma that we have in experience of having children and what comes after that but the roots of that trauma are not just in having children it actually comes from way long before that and that's what I really would like to focus on when we talk about self-care is this whole conception or perception of guilt yes because as mothers wives females typically in society there's these roles and expectations that we've been placed to learn we've been conditioned to that and so this idea that we have to be perfect we have to do everything right there's no time for us right that's where the guilt comes in and so we're not actually choosing ourselves we're choosing all these roles that other people expect of us and even if we do go and get our nails done or decide to take a bath or a spa day we still feel guilty about it so the self-care that you're actually you know taking part in the whole time you're not actually enjoying it it's about relaxing and setting boundaries right so i can talk about what my routine is if that's what you want i have probably a different routine than most people uh, because i just am all about being right not about doing so I just life. allow life to flow, right? It doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be a certain way. I just go with the motions and like a river, let it flow. And when I get the time to do the things I want to do and I choose to take the time that I, I don't feel guilty about it because I'm worth it. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness, that is so powerful. And like you said, you know, with moms, we feel guilty. Like with me, I'm not gonna lie. I feel guilty just going to the bathroom sometimes because I'm away from a child. Or I'm telling her to get out the bathroom because I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Yes. Um, and then, you know, as a mom and also a wife, I want to just touch on a little bit of this as well. You know, there is wife guilt too, because I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur as well. And my husband, he's not in that field. He doesn't necessarily like business. So he doesn't see himself as a business person. So, and when I come in here and I'm working and I'm trying to do work, and then he wants me to come over and hang out. And I'm just like, I have to get a deadline done. You know, I feel right. that guilt. Or since I work in a corporate world, and so does he, um, if our daughter's sick, one of us has to stay home. And most of the time, our daughter wants their mom. So I have to yeah. stay home. And then he's, you know, at work by himself. And I feel there's so much guilt there. But I'm super excited that you're on here to help us with, not being guilty, how to actually accept of being happy about doing what we do. Yeah. So you can just give us a little bit about your self-care routines because maybe, you know, one of us can actually resonate with you or gives us tips to actually try to do our own. Sure. The first thing is, is you have to make a time to choose yourself and this whole idea and concept that there's not enough time. Well, we find time to scroll Facebook we time find uh, time, you know, to, to binge on Netflix at the end of the day. So we're actually giving away these, all these moments of time because we think, oh, if I'm going to meditate or I'm going to journal or I'm going to do anything, it has to be 15, 20 minutes. So we just give up, right? right? So I find time, set aside time. I've set a schedule with that. If it doesn't work out that way, that's okay. We can shift and pivot. But I actually make time for myself to do the things that I want. And I've set that standard in the household. 
and that expectation and it's not looked at down upon, right? Right. But here's the key. I also honor that in my own partner. Yes. Right. So as much as we're willing to give, we also have to be willing to receive and vice versa. So I find that it has to be equal balance of that to help release the guilt. And if you're looking to spend time with your partner, then, you know, honor them and say, I'm going to take this day at this time and we're going to set aside time to do something together. That's our day, right? Maybe stuff comes up and it doesn't happen that way. But if you do it consistently, then it doesn't become this issue of, oh, she's never hanging out with me. She's always in her business and doing that. There's a, there's a bigger balance of honoring between the two of you. So I personally am to do the, the, the meditation at night. And it can look like three minutes. It can look like five minutes. It doesn't have to look a certain way. It just has to be moments of time that you choose to spend on you. It gets easier the more that you do it, right? And then, you know, I like to take long showers and I'm not a buyer of things. I don't, I'm I'm an empath. So I like to be at home. So I'll go spend time in nature and just sit, right? And be, and whatever it looks like, Whatever time I'm choosing to spend with me and honor me, that's self-care. It doesn't have to be one thing. It can be whatever you choose it to be as long as you're making the choice to choose you. That's it. That is so powerful. Oh my goodness. That is so amazing. It's like you're talking to me. Um, and, and it's the same thing with my past. I am. <laughs> you are. Yes, you are. And um, it's just like my past podcast interview with another person, you know, she even said the same thing, you know, take five minutes out of your day. You know, it don't have to be 10, 30, 40 minutes, just take five minutes out of the day to choose you to do something that you love and just be grateful, you know, be grateful for what you are and who you are right now and how you will be and, you know, in the future. So that is amazing. Thank you so much. So with self-care now, how can you implement that? to not feel guilty of, of doing self-care activities. Sure. And probably people have heard a lot of different things and I'm going to give you something that you've never heard today ever, but I will tell you if you implement it and you practice it, it actually absolutely will work. So the guilt is actually your friend. Really? Wow. So let's, let's break this down for a minute and analyze it because I'm very logical and analytical, but I'm also very woo-woo. when it comes to spiritual things, right? I'm all about the energy. So why does our guilt show up? Our guilt shows up because we feel like we're not doing something that somebody else expects of us, even when we don't really want to do it, right? Right. So what if your guilt, instead of feeling that it was, oh, I'm letting someone down, it actually showed up to show you you're showing up for yourself. Yes. So if you make friends with your guilt, then you can say hello to it and say, thank you for showing me that in this moment, I chose to be authentic instead of going down the route of being inauthentic and sitting with the resentment that I felt towards the other person. Wow. It's all about that mindset. It's all about those words. It's the wording. Oh my goodness. I did not, I'm going to need to have a notebook with me and write these things down. Um, well, the because, good thing is you're recording this, so you can go back and listen to it, right? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that is, and what you're, you know, talking about, it's very true because I have that guilt all the time, but I've actually have reminded myself, you know, 
the reason why you're feeling this way is because you're going outside the norm, the norm of society, the norm of what people expect of you. And they're afraid that you're doing something completely out of the way that they can't supposedly do, or they can't fathom to even think that they can do, but it makes you feel good. So if it makes you feel good, keep doing it. And so that's one of the things I have to keep on telling myself. And especially as a mom, you know, we have to show up for ourselves. We got to pour our cup, fill our cup before we fill other people's. Because if not, you know, if you don't have really much to fill in yours, you're not going to have enough to even, to even spread out to the world. You're going to show up angry, frustrated, and annoyed with people. And then that's how, you know, things happen. But yeah, it's so we important. We say things that we can't take back. And then we, yep. and guess what? We, we go into all that, right? And then usually we end up taking it out on the people closest to us, like our spouses or our partners. Uh, we get short with people. And then guess what? We sit in that guilt afterwards. So there's a lot less guilt, actually, if you just choose you than if you don't, because what happens is the resentment layered on top of each other after moment, after moment, after choice, after choice, it ends up being anger. And then that anger comes exploding out of us towards people that we love and we care about because we also know that we can do that, right? Um, right. And they're not going to walk out, but then we feel guilty because they didn't deserve that. So right. boundaries are another really important thing that we are not good at setting because nope. of the same issue. And the other thing that I want people to understand is all these expectations that we think our spouses are putting on us, our society, our friends, our coworkers, all of this, it's actually not them. Oh. We've actually set up a codependency of expectation. So let me explain. If you took and wrote down all the things that you believed that you had to do, only you could do, and you actually wrote out a list of them, and then you looked at it, you'd actually start to see, is this something that I really have to do? Or is it something that somebody else could do, but I'm choosing to do it because I've always done it, and they don't know me not doing it. So it's just feeding this whole guilt cycle and this whole expectation. But the thing is, is that by always doing it and never allowing somebody else to do for themselves, because we're worried about what they're going to think about us or how they're going to judge us, we're actually just perpetuating the codependency of expectation and we're resentful about it. Oh my gosh. Wow. I didn't even think about it that way. I will have to actually talk to you like personally uh, after the show. Oh my goodness. Because I went through that too, especially uh, my first, first year of, of marriage, you know, and I've been with my husband for seven years, but we've been married for going on five, but marriage is so much different in a way, the way society puts it, because you're with this person all day, every day, you don't get to go out and do whatever you can't, but in reality, you can do whatever you want, Yeah. but you know, you have that commitment involved, that honesty involved, that trust involved. So it's more of that than just going out and doing whatever you want. But, you know, I'm used to cleaning the house. I'm used to taking care of our daughter. I'm used to just doing all the things. And when my husband comes in, he's like, Hey, can I help? I was like, no, I got it. I'm good. He's like, but I can help. And then, you know, that's when I was like, no. And then if he does, and then I feel like, okay, you're not doing it right. And let me, let me do it. And then that's, (laughs) I feel you on that one. I understand. (laughs) And the thing is, um, 
in, in reality though, you know, you're actually hurting their feelings because it feels like they're not good enough. So yes. I had to, there you go. I, yeah. And I had to really step back and like, take a moment. I'm like, okay, he, he knows how to do this. Let him be a man and really take care of our daughter clean and do all the things as well because it's a partnership it's not a one-sided marriage we're both here working together if we can work together in the corporate world we can work together at home and that's the thing so now we're getting better at it so you know and your relationship probably feels better right your relationship feels better right more open more communication more expressing yourselves openly instead of holding back and trying to make sure you walk don't don't hurt their feelings right actually more authentic right and that's what we're really moving towards is how can we show up as ourselves and know that the other person is there to support us and love us exactly the way that we are instead of hiding behind these roles and responsibilities show up as yourself that's all you gotta do right yep show up as yourself and just be yourself because if the person they didn't really love you for being yourself obviously they weren't meant to be And I know my husband, he loves me dearly because he tells me every day, there's no way that you're going to get rid of me. So I'm like, well, (laughs) of course not. (laughs) Um, Sounds like a good guy. He is. He is. But yeah, I I love what you're touching on. And I'll just give you one more thing because you you hit on it, right? Right. Um, The whole concept of I'm not enough, right? That whole feeling believe it or not, all of us hold a pattern and a core wounding of that very thing. And so this idea that in order to be enough in everyone else's eyes, we have to do more mm-hmm. to be more. And what we're exhausting ourselves because it doesn't matter how much you do for everybody else. They can tell you you're wonderful and they can tell you you're appreciated. Often we don't even receive the compliments. We go, oh, it was nothing. I know it's nothing, right? So we're not even open to receiving the gratitude from other people. But it's this whole idea that if we keep doing, 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 doing more in order to fill ourselves up by everybody else telling us we're worthy, it's never attainable because somebody's always going to have an issue with something you didn't do. So this self-worthiness, this is what I really work with people on um, in coaching and things like that is we have to drop all of this. We have to reframe and shift. Remember, not learn, remember by unraveling deconstructing all of these societal structures, dogmas, indoctrinations, the patterning, the conditioning, to remember our worth is inherent. It is our birthright. Yes. And no one can take that from you unless you choose to give the power to them to for that. Remember, you are worthy right now exactly as you are. There is nothing you have to do. There is no one you have to be. Uh, nothing you have to change about yourself to be worthy exactly as you are. And as soon as you attain that remembrance, life becomes effortless. It does. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. I was just about to ask you, like, what is one thing you want to leave with the audience? That's, that's good enough. I mean, there's more, (laughs) but wow. Yeah. Because that's, it's really true because I, I struggle with that because I'm always that people pleaser. I'm always like, okay, well, what can I do today for everyone to like me? Like, especially in my corporate job, you know, I'm over here working, working, working and try to prove people like I know how to do this, you know, and, but they know that I can do it. That's why they always go to me to do extra stuff. 
but they just don't validate the fact. And I guess I'm looking for that validation of, oh my gosh, you're working so hard. You're doing well, you're doing this and that. Thank you. Which in the corporate world, you don't get thank yous. There's no such thing as thank yous. Okay. They just- Girl, I know. I worked at, <laughs> I've worked in healthcare for 18 years. And if anybody's paying attention to anything going on in healthcare right now, it's a shit show, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But it's not, this is not new, right? This is all, it's all these systems and structures. It's, it's yep. everybody. You're not alone in carrying that. But yep. this is where we really have to heal is you, Mary, yep. yeah. have to know that you're worthy, that you're doing a good job, right? It's great when somebody tells you that and you can receive it and say, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to say that. But it doesn't define you and your worth, right? So that's what we're healing. And I think at this time on this planet, we're seeing a huge shift in people's choices. And I think a lot of people are choosing to reclaim that power that we've given away unconsciously to people because of the stuff that we've been taught. And there's no blame. There's no shame. Our parents, the people, the society structures, they're just doing the same thing that they were taught for centuries, right? So time to wake up and reclaim your worth. Because so, And as a nurse, I will tell you this. In the 18 years that I've spent at the bedside, taking care of very sick patients, I worked in ICU for a long time. It's not just the patients, it's the dynamics of the families and the guilt that they hold and all of these things we wanna say and things we wish we would have done. If we don't take time for ourselves and we don't heal these things within us, it's going to show up in your body as physical disease in one way or another. So I know this, I've seen it. I have a deep understanding of it energetically. I feel it. And I want people to know all of these things can be healed. It just starts with you choosing to know how worthy you are and above all else, how loved you are and have always been. Oh my goodness. That is so powerful. Thank you so, so much for just sharing so much value today because we need it. We, we most definitely need it, especially as moms, especially with this pandemic going on, you know, we can now realize that there is someone that gets us that actually understands and how to actually help us push forward and actually improve ourselves, you know, and I want to thank you for that and coming on. Um, Let everyone know where can they find you, how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So I am primarily on Facebook. I do have a business page on Facebook called The Awakened Nurse. Uh, I do a lot in my Facebook group, which is called The Awakened Nurse Collective. And as a disclaimer, you do not need to be a nurse to be in my group, okay? I am the awakened nurse. That's what I call myself. So you can look me up on Facebook in that group. I'd love for you to join me if you'd like. I show up every week and do teachings all about all of these types of things to help you and assist you in helping to clear a lot of these patternings that some we're aware of, some we're actually not aware of at all. And lots of wisdom on all of that. And then I have a website uh, that you can message me through. It's www.theawakennurse.com. Check it out. I'd love for you to be there. And if anything, just come and sit and let me hold a space to show you and allow you to feel how loved you actually are. Awesome. Awesome. Everyone, I will put all her information down in the show notes so you guys have access to it. Feel free to connect with Jen because she is amazing. She's an awesome soul. I've talked to her personally before. She's awesome. Um, She will make you start thinking about your life and restructuring yourself, let me tell you. But yeah, Jen, I want to thank you again for coming on and spreading so much value with us. Thank you guys for coming on and actually listening to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. 
Okay, this episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you would never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.